Hi everyone and welcome to GEM's fourth podcast in our self-care series. I'm Audrey and I'm Hannah and today we are so excited to welcome Ms. Wendy Zomnier, a founding partner and chief executive officer of Urban Decay Cosmetics, here to talk with us about self-expression through makeup. Let's get started. What age did you first start getting into makeup? Well, hi, Hannah and Audrey. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I probably got started in makeup early because I'm from Texas. And you know, it's one of those places where the girls just, they like their makeup. Um, I, my first memory is uh, discovering my mom's makeup drawer when I was pretty small. I don't even really remember how old I am, but I do remember like opening the drawer and seeing all of these awesome bottles and containers and everything was pretty and it smelled really interesting and I would see her put her makeup on and it was just like I it was one of those aspirational things for me I first started getting into it probably when I was about 13 I remember being in eighth grade and that was uh, sort of my first moment with really like really being excited about makeup was there like a specific reason that you started wearing makeup or did it just pique your interest? I remember um, my mom didn't really let me read like magazines. And I know you guys don't even read magazines because they don't really exist anymore, but it was kind of a thing. And my mom was really strict and she didn't let me read magazines. But we were at a family friend's house and they had a daughter who was like two years older than me and she had a 17 magazine. And I remember looking through it and going, oh my God, I was just so excited by every single picture you know, I'm sure you guys have the same thing with, the, with whatever you follow online. You get really excited about different looks and how you could envision yourself that way. And so I just remember thinking like, I want to try that. I would love to try makeup that looks like that on my face and that on my face. And so that was really my first sort of makeup inspiration where I thought this would be fun. And I also was a good artist. Like I always did really well in art class. I was really good at shading and perspective drawing and so I knew I could do that. I looked at it and I, it didn't feel intimidating to me. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I could do that. Like, I could figure that out. So that was, uh, it felt like something I wanted to jump into and discover and I wasn't intimidated by it at all. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I almost wonder if any of our listeners have had similar experiences using makeup for the first time. And now next, who inspired you to first start wearing makeup? Well, I think it was those magazine pictures. My mom didn't wear a lot of makeup. Um, like me, she, she liked being girly, but she's also pretty sporty. She's a very competitive soccer player, if you can believe it. So I don't think it was necessarily my mom, but I think there is that whole aspect of growing up in Texas and there are women that really like do themselves up to the nines. And I think you see it a lot more now because of social media. But I think it was more regionalized back when I was in junior high. It was uh, seeing someone as made up as a Kardashian would have been probably pretty unusual in most parts of the country. But in Texas, it wasn't that unusual. So I would see people all the time and think to myself, oh, gosh, I would really love to try that look or I'd love to try that look. Where does your creativity for designing makeup come from? Well, interestingly, my creativity for designing makeup comes from a lot of different places. It doesn't just come from the makeup industry. I mean, there are moments when you get sent things from different labs or chemists you like to work with, and they've tried a new texture and it inspires you to think about something in a different way. But I think one of 
the things that I really recall having a direct inspiration was I went to a, an art exhibit right here in, or in Newport Beach at the Orange County Museum of Modern Art. And they had done this really cool exhibition on skater art and street art and culture. And it was just all of these like vibrant colors. And I just was really inspired by how could I create artist tools that I could use on my face the same way these artists are expressing themselves through paintings. It just felt to me like what we were using in makeup was more limited. And so it inspired me to create this collection of pencils. And the texture of the pencils was inspired because I had been given some lab samples from a lab that was like, hey, we tried this new idea on a pencil. And instead of being waxy, it was really smooth. You guys take that for granted. The pencils are smooth and they dry down, but that's not how it always was. Um, if you wanted bright color, it was kind of tuggy and hard to get on. So this was this new technology. And I took the idea from the skate and street art exhibition with this new technology and decided I was going to create a makeup product that combined those two things. And um, because it was so long wearing, we were, and we wanted to use some, you know, pop culture vernacular. We called them 24 seven pencils. We did them in crazy colors. And this was quite a long time ago, but they're still out today. So it's pretty, you know, it's one of those big ideas that happened. Great, thank you. And next, what is the purpose of makeup to you? So for me, makeup has always been about self-expression. It's a little bit about showing the world who you are. And I think it came about because I didn't really have like, I like to like, when I was growing up, you wore like jeans to school, but I didn't really have very many jeans because I was so tall that everything was like, and it wasn't cute to wear crop jeans back then. Everything had to touch the floor. So I only had like two or three pairs of jeans that actually fit me and were long enough to wear to school and not be embarrassed. And so I think I turned to makeup a lot instead of fashion because I was so limited in what I could actually wear every day. So for me, makeup was a really fun way to be self-expressive. I love color. I have a very colorful office and I liked using it on my face. And so I just thought it was really fun to play with color and see what it would do to your skin tone. And so that's what inspired me. Thank you. Yeah. How has wearing makeup shaped your passions and creativity? Well, I think the more you wear makeup and play with makeup, the more creative you can be because you have a lot of confidence with it. And I always tell people, you know, if there's something creative you want to try, like you have a big event coming up, you have a date or a dance or something, and you think, oh, I'd love to like try that look I saw on Billie Eilish or something like that. Like, don't wait until the event to do it. I always tell people, play with your makeup right before you go to bed. Then you can do anything you want and no one's going to see it. You're going to wash it right off. But, you know, if you want to try that little cat eye, like try that right before bed and try it on one eye one way and one eye the other way. Try a blue eye, try a green eye, try a different color lip that you've never tried before because you're just going to wash it off. Like that's the best time to try things. And you can go like half your face is one way, half your face is the other and you can see what works. Thank you so much. And next, what Urban Decay products would you recommend for middle school girls that are starting to get into makeup? Well, I always love a little cheek glitter for a middle schooler. I think it's cute. It's, um, 
it doesn't say like heavily made up. It just says, I want to just kind of express myself a little bit. So I think that's really nice. Um, so we make uh, a glitter product called heavy metal glitter liner. And I love to use it by like tapping the liner brush on my finger and then just patting it on my cheekbone. But it's also really pretty just along your lash line to have a little sparkle on your eye. The other thing I'd recommend for a middle school girl is a clear or tinted if you have very light brows, but a clear or tinted brow gel. I think um, I always tell people like, you can go out with no makeup on your face and if your brows look groomed like you took a minute with your brows to look nice, you look pulled together. You don't have to have anything else on your face, but just kind of take the moment to like groom them and put them in place. And maybe a little lip balm I think is a great product for young girls. We make a lip and cheek tint that's really pretty on the lips. That's very sheer and just gives a hint of color. Yeah, I love that. I want to try that too, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty on the cheeks too, but most middle school girls are already so pretty and flush, they don't need anything on their cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, is makeup an everyday thing for you, or is it something you only wear on like special occasions? What I love about makeup is that it's a spectrum, right? So on special occasions, I love to block out a nice chunk of time have a plant, have a great dress, have a great makeup plan, have a whole look planned out top to bottom and really pull it all together. I think there's something really gratifying about pulling yourself together top to bottom and making it this whole moment. But I also love makeup for just a little boost to self-confidence, a little skin hydration. You know, some of the skin tints these days are just really add a really nice boost of hydration to the skin. So I wear makeup as a spectrum. Sometimes I wear very little. Sometimes I wear none. I just have skincare on all day. I love to give my face a rest. Sometimes I wear just a little bit. And sometimes I am super glammed out over the top, including false eyelashes, the whole deal. So definitely, it's still nice to have fun. I know even with the pandemic, if I'm staying at home, I'm like, let's just play with it. <laughs> yeah, well, play with can. it. And, you know, I make some videos for people with different, you know, showing how we use some of the new things we come out with. So yeah, yeah. Fun. Our next question is, what was your initial inspiration for founding Urban Decay? Well, Urban Decay was founded because back in 1995 when we were creating it and 96 when we were launching it, there wasn't a lot of makeup out there that was prestige quality, but in fun, bright colors. And you guys have Sephora and makeup is a technicolor dream world, but that wasn't always the case. It was kind of this boring sea of pink, beige, and red and if, if a brand was getting really exciting, they'd put out a mauve lipstick, right? So you could go to the drugstore and get colored makeup, like eyeshadow that was blue. But back then, drugstore makeup was very low quality. It wasn't the same high quality you see today where you can get a nice eyeshadow palette at, the drug, at CVS or Target. So there was really this hole in the market for prestige, like high quality makeup that was pigmented and made in fun colors. At the same time, there was also a hole in the market for makeup that wasn't just so over the top girly. It wasn't, there was makeup back then was about, here's the aspirational image of what you should want to look like. And if you don't look like that, we'll sell you some products that'll help you potentially, possibly, if you're lucky, look like that. So it was all about making you feel less than so that you would buy the product. 
And I really felt like makeup should not be about that. Makeup should be like, here I am. And here are all these fun tools I have and, you know, to take my own features and express myself to the world. And I felt like all of the packaging and everything out there and the, and the messaging and the marketing was all telling you to feel bad about yourself. And I wanted it to turn it on its head and say, you are amazing. Go have fun with yourself. Awesome. And then we're just curious, how did you initially come up with the name Urban Decay? That is always a good question. Well, going back to that last answer where we wanted to change things up and everything was girly and sweet and it was a woman's name or something sweet. Um, we wanted it to be a little edgier. And so we were like, it should be like urban something. And someone had said like, make it urban decay. And I, at first, honestly was like, oh, that might be too hardcore. But I remember being in Chicago or New York and looking around the city and realizing like, wow, that brick wall on that old building is crumbling, but it's really beautiful. It's got character. Like if you look deeper, there's real beauty there, right? It's not superficial. Same thing, like rusting fire escape. Like it's beautiful in its own way because it's been there, done that. It's serviced, uh, it's provided a service for people. Like there's more to it than you're just looking at on the surface. And so then I realized like Urban Decay is actually the perfect name because what it's saying is go deeper than skin deep, right? Look at that beauty that comes from within and how do you how do you find that, see that, and express that? Such a cool story. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so for our next question, what was the first makeup product that Urban Decay released? We came out in 1996 with 12 nail polishes and 10 lipsticks. And most of those 12 polishes were versions of black. There was like a green black, a blue black, a gray black, a red black a black black. And I think we had like an iridescent blue, an iridescent lavender, and a, and a clear protective top coat. And that was it. Um, and then the lipsticks, there were like lots of kooky colors. I remember wearing around like this blue lipstick that had a lavender shift to it. It was really weird. And everyone thought it was really weird, but I didn't care. I thought it was awesome. I just think it's really nice to be able to be that inspiration for younger girls and to be able to have that pop of color and I think that all correlates to self-expression as well. Yeah, um, I think it does too. And I think it's really important that young women feel that they can express themselves. And for some people, some young women, like makeup doesn't speak to them. This whole like idea of like making yourself up as a part of self-expression, it, it's not that powerful for them. But for some young women and grown women, the power of makeup is very transformational and very important to them. And so it's, again, it's on a spectrum. It's force. It's, it's not never, not for you. You can always dive in whenever it's always there for you, but you can always walk away from it too. It's not permanent. I always say, you know, it's not like a tattoo, which I'm not against or for like whatever you'd want to decide, but makeup's great because one day you can walk out of your house and you are one kind of person, right? You're feeling it, you're expressing that. And the next day you could just be like, mm, I'm not wearing any. And that's what's cool about it, right? It's like not permanently attached to your face. And to change the topic a little bit, what is your favorite eyeshadow palette from the company? 
Right now, because we're in lockdown, I'm kind of loving the Naked Reloaded palette just because I'm wearing like not a lot of crazier color, um, you know, at home at dinner with the boys. So, but um, probably my favorite palette with color right now is we did this 90s palette and it's so fun. It like harkens back to the early Urban Decay days and it's got this sort of like organic green color that I love wearing that reminds me of one of our original eyeshadow shades called Stash. And so it feels very vintagey and cool and it's fun to wear. Perfect. What are your Urban Decay essentials? My Urban Decay essentials are, I think I mentioned it earlier, the brow gel. I love that product. Um, I have a lot of brows, so I don't really need to fill them in, um, but I do love grooming them and setting them in place. Every day I use my eyeshadow primer potion and that really helps my eyeshadow stay on. And if I'm not even wearing eyeshadow, I personally use the anti-aging. Um, and it adds a little bit of hydration to my lids. So that's really nice. And if you don't need that, just a regular eyeshadow primer potion is nice because it just sort of like smooths everything out. I love, love our mascara. We make a mascara called Perversion Mascara. I love our 24-7 pencils. And I love our setting spray. And those are all products that work on every skin tone and type. So those are my faves. Okay, so for our next question, how do you believe that self-expression in general allows oneself to find themselves? Well, I think self-expression and, and playing in self-expression, whether it's through fashion, through creating art, through makeup on your face, whatever it is, I think it's important because people need to put themselves out into the world. Like, I think it teaches you as a young person, I think it teaches you that it's okay to put yourself out there. And I think it shows you, if you show your vulnerability, it's that you're going to still be okay. And I think that's a really great skill because as you get older in life, you're going to have to stand up in front of groups of people and I think if you're, it, it can serve you in two ways. One, you're used to this like idea of expressing yourself. And so then just switching to a, the verbal mode isn't that big a deal. But also if you're confident in your self-expression and you know how you feel confident looking, right? And you have to give up and get up and get a given presentation or go to an event or do a job interview or anything where you need to feel that confidence. I think practice in self-expression um, is great. If you don't practice in self-expression and then you have to go do that at a job interview, at whatever it is, I, I think you feel a little like held back. And I think it's important to practice this idea of putting yourself out into the world and feeling the acceptance. And if, even if you don't get the acceptance, they're wrong. Just believe they're wrong. <laughs> you are great. Yeah, I definitely agree because I know sometimes it can be hard to wear makeup to school because you don't want to like stand out that much and you want to like fit in. But I know what you're saying, like just take a chance, take a risk, be brave because you're going to have to be brave later in life. So you can start early. You do. And I'm not saying you have to wear makeup to feel self-expression. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know what, if you feel like wearing a little bit of lime green eyeliner, like just go for it. Like feel what you're feeling and just go for it. and surprisingly you might find people are like wow how'd you do that and it's a conversation starter and so I I think you'd be surprised if you take a chance yeah yeah 
Do you have any role models that influence your work, your creativity, or your self-expression? I have a couple of role models. Um, I really, as a young woman, I really admired and still do admire uh, Gloria Steinem for everything she's done for women. And I am privileged to know her and have been able to spend time with her. And I feel so lucky for that because I admired her from afar. And then I had my like moment when I got to meet my heroine and it was great. The other woman I admire so much, um, you guys may not know her, but she's a pretty well-known volleyball player from my era. Her name is Gabrielle Reese. Um, she is one of the strongest, toughest, say it like it is women I've ever met. I find that my, I tend to like try to soften things when I deliver them. And I admire Gabby because she just straight up tells you, she minces no words. She's not mean. She's just unfiltered. And I admire that. I wish I could be a little more like that. I wish I could be more like that too. Yeah. So how do you take your position as CEO of a renowned makeup company to be a role model and inspire others? Well, fortunately right now I'm able to do it a little more. I'm actually, uh, breaking news, stepping back from my CEO role and doing more of uh, founder directed, um, kinds of things where it's more about the vision of the brand and doing more things like your podcast and being able to talk to people about why makeup um, is self-expressive and talking to young women about entrepreneurship and really being able to give back and uh, within the makeup industry and community, create connections and help bring people together. So I'm really excited about this role, inspiring our sales team and trying to be more of a source of inspiration for people. Yeah, and perfect. On that note, do you have anything that you want your admirers to like learn from you? What I think is most important is to remember that uh, you should be always looking for balance in everything you do, um, whether it's work-life balance, it's self-care versus your other relationships, um, inside time versus outside time. All, every little thing you can imagine in your life requires balance. And balance isn't easy. And the whole thing is like, once you achieve it, you have to maintain it. And so that means all these little micro adjustments all the time. So I think finding balance in your life is this important thing to making you happy and fulfilled, but it's really easy to get out of balance. And I think the important thing is not that it's bad to get out of balance. It's important to recognize when you're out of balance and try to get back to it. But it's always the journey to it, right? Because balance is never a static thing. It's dynamic. So it's always the journey to balance. So always be on your journey looking for that balance. Today, there's been a lot of conversation recently about one's beauty identity or their personal identity. So what is your definition of someone's beauty identity? Well, I don't think there, I don't, I don't think you should define it. I think that your beauty identity can be whatever you want it to be. I mean, there's sometimes that I, I mean, I'm 5'11", and sometimes I want to put on a four-inch heel and a sexy dress and be a glamazon and, you know, just like have all eyes on me. And sometimes I would like to just be that boho chic, super cool in the background mom and not draw attention to myself. And so I think those are two very different 
identities, but I don't think it's bad to have multiple identities. And I think my beauty identity shifts based on what I'm feeling. But I think the important thing as a woman in this world is that you're not afraid or feel that you shouldn't be any of those things you want to be. Right. I think sometimes uh, society wants us to fit into certain molds, even in 2021. And I think it's important that you feel confident to be whoever that person is you are in that moment. That was such a good response. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is your advice for anyone starting to experiment with makeup and self-expression? Well, I think I always go back to that advice I gave earlier, which is play with your face at night. That's really important because um, you want to achieve the result you want. And sometimes your first round out, like you're like, oh, I'm going to do a smoky eye. And you're like, why do my eyes look black? Like, why is there so much black around my eye? It's you gotta, it's a skill, right? It's like anything else. It's like anything that's worth having takes work. And so I'm going to tell you, you know, it's, you can't just like slap it on and expect a great result. So be patient, play with it. I always say, you know, get some looks in your quiver, right? You got your quiver of looks and you've got your, like, you got your school look, you've got your date night look, you've got your, you know, um, party look. And maybe as a young woman, those three are perfect. But then maybe as you get older, you're going to add your professional look, um, or maybe not right? Maybe that's your party look because maybe that's who you are. Um, but whatever that look is for you, you just need to like, you know, have those looks in your quiver and be ready to pull them out at any moment and then make sure they're not static. Always be trying new things. Um, if you love makeup, have a big eyeshadow collection, wear lots of different colors. If you don't get a naked palette and just be like, you got everything you need right there. Thank you so much, Wendy, for talking to us about your experience with self-expression through makeup. Your company, Urban Decay Cosmetics, is viewed as one of the most well-known makeup corporations in the U.S. and has been influential for people of all ages. We are so excited to share this interview with our viewers, and we hope that they will take some of your tips into consideration. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was great talking to you guys. Let's go.